0: Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 91, Maria Felix Miller, running for Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board Trustee in Ward 3, recorded on September 15, 2018. Maria Felix Miller, you're running for public school trustee in Ward Three. Welcome to the Public Records, the One Fifty Five Podcast.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Who is Maria Felix Miller?
1: I am a very proud resident of Ward Three. I live right in the Sherman Hub. I'm a mother of three. I have a degree in history and political science from the University of Toronto, and I've worked all around downtown Hamilton in both at the art gallery and in for small business owners. But I'm just, you know, I'm a big part of my local community. And I want to make sure that the public school trustee for Ward 3 is a visible and vibrant part of their community, and that we answer to our Ward 3 residents.
0: Why are you running?
1: I'm running because I want to make sure that families and neighbors know that they have someone that they can contact specifically for board-related issues, but moreover, that we have a really amazing momentum going on here in Ward 3. We've got some fantastic schools. We've got people at these schools doing fantastic things. They need support. We need world-class programming for our schools in Ward 3. We will be getting, you know, a brand-new high school that has the potential to really make its mark in the city. And I think Ward 3 is just such a great combination of such a diverse amount of neighborhoods and a diverse population of people. And I think it really is the time is now for, to, for us to keep that momentum going and translate it into really dynamic school environments for both our children, but also the local community.
0: How have you contributed to your school community and education in Hamilton?
1: So my contributions actually... And my decision to run for the trustee position came from my community engagement around the Early On Center at Adelaide Hoodless. Last year, the Ministry of Education handed over what were parent family literacy centers, so the PFLCs, to the city of Hamilton. There were lots of tensions around the Adelaide Hoodless community because we kept hearing rumors that these were going to close. We in that particular community, there was no walkable library. There was no walkable recreation center for families. It had become a space that was very integral to the success of early childhood development in that community. And I started to really feel a sense that the community was very, very honestly stressed about the idea of that center closing its doors. So I messaged my counselor. I, he put me in contact with the people at in the city who are dealing with the development and the child programming and through much advocacy work, many emails, many phone calls, we managed to get them to agree to a community engagement meeting which was, we had thankfully a very fantastic turnout. We had about 40, 50 plus families come that day and communicate a lot of their anxiety around the idea of this room closing. Thankfully, they were very supportive of what our turnout expressed and they decided that indeed it was a very important community hub. And they then gave it over to the Boys and Girl Club, who is now funding it indefinitely, alongside the one that is also at Prince of Wales Community School there. So that's where my biggest contribution, my most direct contribution kind of came. And that really got me thinking about, okay, if I can do that for this local community, what can I do for all the schools in Ward 3 on a greater level? How can I advocate for the people there who maybe just don't know how to navigate the system?
0: What are your priorities for improving public education in Hamilton?
1: I've been out in the community and I have zeroed in on a few. So my priorities for improving public education in our city, particularly in our ward, has to do around diversity and equity. It's an issue that I keep hearing about. Lots of children and lots of families are reporting that they do not feel seen, they are marginalized, they are racialized, they do not feel supported in their classrooms, and they don't feel supported at the board level. So I would definitely, that is going to be one of my first and top priorities. I'm also a huge advocate for dynamic programming. Our Ward 3 has so many fantastic schools, but as it stands right now, if you want any specialized programming for your family, so like a SAGE program or a French Immersion, you have to, your children have to be bust out of our ward. It means inevitably that people are, families are pulling their children out of our local schools, which studies have shown that when people do that, schools bottom out and schools really do suffer from it. So my priority is just working with each school individually, seeing what the community is communicating, what their wants are, and how we can develop some dynamic programming for those schools in order to support the community. I've had a few different projects already kind of coming through our campaign, some very interesting art programs, some very interesting forest school programming. So I would love to keep working on that and see what we can bring to Ward 3 for that. And then also once the New North High School opens up, we're really going to want to really amazing programming there in order to make sure that that's a fantastic hub for all of Ward 3 and that it's serving all of our various communities.
0: What three skills have you demonstrated that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on the school board?
1: So I think I'm an excellent communicator. I have had a lot of experience as a researcher and as a freelance writer. I'm also innovative. I have some really big and interesting ideas that I want to implement with dynamic programming. And honestly, I'm just very persistent. I don't like to take no for an answer. And I think that I can make that work for our school communities and our local neighborhoods in Ward 3.
0: Since 1997, many have reasonably argued that school board trustees merely exist to provide someone for local parents to blame for provincial decisions. Do you agree or disagree with this? Why or why not?
1: I don't agree with that. And I think that's a bit of an easy out. I think that our trustee positions have the possibility to be as engaged as our particular trustees want to be. Last election, I voted for, you know, our trustee, and then I didn't really see them out in the community over the next four years. And I think that people really did get disconnected with that idea. I think that it's not just about complaining about ministry policy. I think that we really do have to answer to our community. And if you are out there and answering and listening and talking to people, I think it's inevitable that you will start to just do the work. And hopefully you can also manage people's you know, expectations around policy, but also just say, OK, well, if that's a no, let's see how we can make that a yes or at least a different you know, how you can break it down and make it a different sort of question.
0: What two changes do you wish to achieve during your four-year term on the board?
1: So in terms of uh, two changes over the course of my term, I want to advocate and bring in dynamic programming for all of our Ward 3 schools. World-class programming that is receptive and responsive to the needs of both the school communities and the local neighborhoods. But I also want to ensure that diversity and equity is a focus for our schools, both at the student level, but also at our staff level. I want our children to know that they are seen and that they are supported, that their differences are what make them fantastic. But I think that that needs to definitely be a board priority because the communities are telling us that unfortunately, that's not what children are experiencing in their schools. So diversity and equity is definitely one of my priorities as well.
0: It's 2022. The public record is writing an assessment of your performance during the past four years. What three words would you hope describe your term on the board?
1: Dedicated, innovative, and thoughtful.
0: Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you manage a staff recommendation to close a school in Ward 3, which staff states will enable the board to provide a better quality of education across the system?
1: First and foremost, I would just look at the numbers. The board has released in its long-term planning facility management report exactly what numbers it wants from both elementary schools and from high schools. I don't usually support school closures. I'm a big advocate of local schools servicing their local neighborhoods. And I think if I were faced with a local school closure, I would definitely be researching the local needs of the community and asking Residents to communicate what they feel, but moreover, bringing in really dynamic programming to see how we can u- best utilize a local school to prevent a closure. I think it's in everyone's best interest to have local schools that are walkable, that are vibrant, that feed the need of their local neighborhoods. Even if you don't have children in the school system, it is in all of our best interest to have our s- local schools be hubs that are answerable to our local neighborhoods.
0: The school board's relationship with Hamilton City Council has had its ups and its downs. How do you plan to work with City Council during the next four years?
1: I think establishing communication is a number one priority. I expect to be talking to my counselor a lot. And I think that, you know, if I'm elected, I think they should expect to be hearing me from me a lot. I love the idea of just being a community advocate and holding them accountable and reminding counselors that our schools are integral to the success of our ward as a whole. They're not a separate system. They need to be integrated into our thinking of how we continue to make Ward 3 the best place to be for both families and just residents on a general level.
0: Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks that you wish to share?
1: I just wish to share my general enthusiasm for this role. I think it's got the potential to really do some good. I'm very proud to be Ward 3. We are in a very exciting time right now for Ward 3. We've got a lot of beautification that has already happened at the school level from our counselor's office. We have some really exciting programs that are coming down, and I think now we need someone in the trustee role who knows how to navigate all of those things, but also is responsive to their community at the grassroots level. And I'm really excited at the opportunity to be that. I think I can really advocate for people, but, you know, also advocate for our school system as a whole and, and make sure it's a big, vibrant part of Ward 3.
0: Thank you for joining us today. I wish to thank the Hamilton Public Library Central Branch for the use of their sound studio, where we recorded today's podcast. This has been Episode 91 of The Public Records, The 155 Podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local independent reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of The Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of The 155 Podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.